New South Wales harness racing season has just concluded and the state trainer's title went to 29-year-old Kerry-Ann Turner who unseated 12-time premiership winner Steve Turnbull. Kerry-Ann finished with 161 winners to Steve's 133. Kerry-Ann, with the support of her partner Robert Morris, has been churning out the winners at a constant rate in recent seasons and only a couple of seasons back she topped 150 for the season. Kerry-Ann's prowess as a trainer is widely recognised, but her skills in the sulky have also been highlighted this year. Whenever Robert is on the suspended list or on those frequent occasions when the stable has two or more runners in a race, Kerry-Ann takes to the gig and she does it in great style. She's online to talk to us now. The 2017-18 champion New South Wales trainer, Kerry-Ann Turner. Thanks for your time, Kerry. No, thank you, John. Well, Lucky Lodge currently has 45 horses in work, so it's all systems go from dawn till dusk, seven days a week. Yeah, no, it's a it's a pretty busy operation here, but um, you know, we've we've got great staff here, and um, you know, it keeps keeps everything running smooth. Of all those 161 winners, Charlevel is probably your highlight horse. Not only did he win the Shirley Turnbull Memorial during the season, but he was your first Miracle Mile runner. He finished well back behind my field marshal, but what a thrill for you to have a runner in the Miracle Mile. Yeah, it was probably definitely one of the highlights of the season. Um, you know, just being able to have a horse to be able to compete in races like that. Um, I know we probably weren't good enough to be in the race, but... He got selected for it and um, it was a great experience just having him there on the day and, and everything else that goes with it. So, yeah, hopefully we, he can continue and we can um, we can maybe get some more horses to reach those levels. And Kerry, the winner did go 146.9 for crying out loud. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable, and it was it was great to be a part of, and and great to um to be there and watch watch horses be able to to run those speeds um you know on our on our home track. You've got a story to tell us about Charlevel. He spelled after the Miracle Mile. You got him back in. He had half a dozen runs, but he just wasn't himself, was he? And you found out why, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. Um. He just didn't come up the way we, we thought he should have. Um, we give him one trial uh, and he trialled really good and we didn't trial him probably for another fortnight. And from then on, he kind of went downhill a little bit. Um, you know, he was still working okay, but just wasn't 100% himself. We just give him a few starts and thought, oh, he might just need the need the racing and mm. um, number of vets went over him <laughs> week in, week out, trying to find problems with him and then, um, we ended up just getting a scintigraphy done on him and, and found a problem with him, which um, which I was quite happy because it made me feel a lot better that I, I wasn't, you know, wasn't just making things up in my head. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, he, um, he'll he be out off the sidelines for about three months now and um, and then he'll be back. So hopefully, fingers crossed, he'll, um, mm. he'll get back to where he should be. And the problem was a hairline fracture of the pelvis. Yeah, in in his hip, and as I said, like the vets would go over him every week, and he never never showed any lo- lame lameness in behind. Um, 
But just sitting in behind him and working him, me and Robert usually are the only two people that ever drive him. And mm. you just knew he wasn't 100% comfortable. Um, and as I said, he wasn't, you know, lame enough to say that it was a major problem. But I suppose when 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 they're when they're tough and mm. you know the adrenaline's running through them, a lot of a lot of horses with um with a little bit above average ability usually don't mm. tend to show the show the soreness. No, no, exactly. The horse that has given you the biggest surprise this season is a six-year-old gelding called Celestial Arden. Now, you got him just over a year ago from New Zealand. He'd had about a dozen runs over there. I think he'd won five. You actually yeah. tried to buy him a long time ago, but he wasn't for sale then. Yeah, no, um, I think we watched him from like a two- or three-year-old over in New Zealand. And, um, yeah, when he come up for sale, we, um, we were quick to grab him. And I think it was about a $40,000 purchase. And he, he came over here in a C3 horse. Um, and I think in the 12 months, he's probably won about a hundred thousand and, and he's got to about an M3 and he's given the owners, which there's a syndicate of about 10, mm. 10 people in the horse. And he's just given them such a great thrill mm. and, um, it'd be lovely to find another horse for him, you know, that could do the same job, but he come, he comes second in the sunshine sprint in Queensland and, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great run and. Um, you know, the the owners were just that excited to be able to have a horse to race in a, in a race like that. You won a total of eight races with him during the season and he has gone well enough for you to put him away with a view to taking him to Victoria for the Inter-Dominion. Well, that was that was our aim for him, um, you know, after he did such a job this, this season. Um, we thought he was due for a spell and... Hopefully, fingers crossed, he comes back and, and, you know, he may have got a little bit stronger from the racing he's had um, here at Menangle and in Queensland. So, you know, fingers crossed, we will nom him for the Inter-Dominion and, and um, you know, go down there and try our luck. Kerry, I'll just get you to stand by for a moment. We have to take an important break on the podcast back in a moment. It's good times all round at Harness Racing across New South Wales as the state's finest horses and drivers go wheel to wheel. With something for everyone, a trip to the trots is the perfect place to take family and friends. It's easy, affordable and action-packed, so get down to your local track and experience it firsthand. Get all the info at harnessmediacentre.com.au and we'll see you at the track for good times all round. Talking to Kerry-Ann Turner, champion trainer in New South Wales for the 17-18 season with 161 winners. Kerry, Dance for Glory uh, is a horse you've got a bit of time for. He's a five-year-old. He's a former Victorian. You've had him about a year. You've won eight races with him. You think he'll go on. Yeah, he's just a lovely, lovely horse. Um, every time he goes out into the track, he tries his he tries his heart out. Um, he's he's been a little bit of a you know had a few little issues, and um, we've taken a little bit of time with him. But um, he, he raced actually last night, and he finished second, and you know raced raced really well. Had to sit outside him, and he's very tough, and I think he'll only improve as as time goes on. Now Stormont Czar. Recently sold to the United States. You yep. bought him in January 2015 
and you raced him right through till May 2018, winning 18 races with him. Now, yeah. <laughs> Kerry, they tell me you paid a matcha for him when, when you purchased him originally. Um, Storm was czar. He, we paid um we paid fifteen thousand for him, which um he he was a really you know really good purchase at the time. He mm. he um he come here and he won eighteen uh, eighteen races. Did you say? Yes, eighteen. And, um, mm. <laughs> and he just as I said, when we first got him, he did have a few little issues. He got to slow himself down on the track and and carry on. But um you know Rob did a really good job with him. He He'd go down the track with him every day and um, got him really sorted out. But he always had a little bit of ability and, um, you know, he, the owners had a great lot of fun with him and the opportunity came to, to sell him to, to America and they got good money for him and, and then they, um, they put that money back into, into buying some more. So that was mm. – it was a good, good little exchange. But in the meantime, you bought his half-brother. A horse yeah, called we, Storm on Star. He's by for a reason. Yeah, yeah. We actually, um, we actually seen him on the on the trading ring. Rob was looking on the trading ring one night, and he said, "You wouldn't believe it, um, Stormy, which we used to call Storm on Star. His brother's on here for sale." I, I thought, "Oh, how much is he? Is he?" And he was on there for a thousand dollars. So we 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 rang up and and not even looking or asking anything about him, we we brought him, um. Which which has started a really good connection with the owner um, Jeff Dodd, who actually owns Dance for Glory and mm. and another filly called Bronsky Bell. But um, yeah, he's come here and he 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 needed a little bit of time, but um, I think last season he won about seven races for us, and um, yeah, no, he he gives a lot of thrills. Also, he did. Now, Kerry, you're one of five kids. And you grew up in a tiny little place called Ganmain in the Riverina, 50 kilometres northwest of Wagga. Famous, or most famous probably, for its sheaf hay production. What yep, are your yep. memories of childhood in Ganmain? Be a pretty quiet upbringing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's pretty pretty quiet in Ganmain. There's not a real lot to do. Um, yeah, it is. It is very big for um the chaff and the chaff mill there at Gamain and um yeah, just I, w- I went to primary school in Gamain and um yeah, as I said, my school probably had about forty people in it and it was <laughs> v- very quiet and but it was a, a good little town to to grow up in. Mum wasn't all that wrapped in you seeking a future in racing, so she wanted you to spread your wings a little bit. Next thing, yeah. you turn up in a chemist shop at Tamora. I can't yeah. imagine you doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, in high school, as I said, I, I always liked, loved the horses and um, kind of always wanted to drive. Uh, Mum really wanted me to, you know, get a, get another another job for a, a bit of a backup. And um, so when I, when I left school, I think I was 15 and, um, yeah, applied for a traineeship in, in Tamora in the chemist shop and, um, yeah, I worked over there for almost 12 months and it was a great experience and um, not that I'd ever want to go back and do something like that, but <laughs> no. um, at least I could say that I've I've done it and, um, you know, it, as I said, it, it is something different and and but it's more I love the horses, so, yeah, there's yeah. no way I'd be going back to that. Your very first job with a harness racing stable 
was with the Victorian team of Jane Davies and Noel Alexander. That must have been around 2002, 2003, was it? You, you would have been very young. Um, yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, maybe 2005, I think, oh, a bit later, roughly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, as I said, it was a great experience down there in Cranbourne. Um, really taught me how to work hard and and um, you got to see a lot of good horses down there at the time and, you know, they were, they were good to work for and, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased that I, I did do the, have that experience behind me. Later, you moved back to Wagga and you went to work for a man called Paul Carlefelt, who's an accountant by trade with a big accountancy practice in the town but he's also a very active owner, breeder, trainer of harness horses. Now, how many horses would he have had in the stable at the time you were there, Kerry? Um, yeah, I reckon Paul would have probably always had about 15 to 18 horses uh, when I was working for him. Um, we had a lot of success together and um, he had a lot of horses go through the stables and, you know, it was it was a great experience working for Paul and, you know, he really, really kicked off um, driving in the Riverina, and and you know he was a, he was a big help to to my career. Yeah, you drove the winner of the Southwestern Riverina Derby one night for Paul, horse called Let Us Rock You. Yeah, he was um he was a lovely horse, and um, I think he come wide around the corner and um, right down the outside and, and mm. won the won the Derby, and that was probably one of my biggest wins driving for Paul. That association with Paul Carlefeld has flowed over into your current career because he still sends you a horse from time to time. Yeah, as I said, we've had a very good connection, me and Paul, and um, there's been a number of horses that we've had go through the stables, likes of Xenobles and Lettuce Fibs and mm. Lettuce Reader and a lot of horses, and they've won a lot of races here, and um, he's always been very good to me, and, you know, I couldn't thank him enough. Well, you love that little mare, Zenable. Uh, you won a yeah. total of 15 races with her. You were very fond of her and you drove her often. Looking at her record the other day, it looks to me that Robert couldn't get near her. No, she was just such a lovely, lovely mare. Um, she she just used to try her guts out every time she went out on the track and, mm. um, you know, every time she raced. She did – I couldn't remember, but I reckon she would have had a fair few starts. She used to – she used to go out there and try try guts out all the time. Yeah. Another of your favourites was a plain little mare called Rupino Cullen. You leashed her from Paul Carlefelt, and the day she arrived at your place, she got off the float, and Robert wasn't too impressed. He he actually cast aspersions on her appearance, didn't he? <laughs> uh, when I when I um got her, I actually had gone to Canberra one night to drive her for Paul, and um. And she used to do a lot of things wrong and mm. one, that particular night she wanted to cross her legs and nearly fall in front of the field. But mm. um, always seen potential in her and, and yeah, Robert wasn't that fond of her and um, it did take me a little while to get her to, to go but when we did, we had a lot of fun with her and we ended up buying her outright um, a mm. year or so down the track and, mm. yeah, no, she was she was very good mare to us. Well, you made Robert eat his words because you yeah. won 13 races with Rupino Cullen. He drove her once. You must have been yeah. suspended. <laughs> yeah, she was She was actually a funny mare. Um, she actually never used to really go for, for Robert, so, um, mm. so he never used to get his hands on her too often. I hope he's not listening. 
Kerry, <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly your biggest disappointment to date was to win your first Group 1 race and then lose it on protest. It was the Breeders' Challenge final with Blissful Guy and they took it off you. Yeah, it was it was a disappointing day. Um, you know, we were we were very young when we when we won that, and um, you know, from from the highs and lows in in the matter of you know minutes, kind of mm. kind of it's a very emotional roller coaster. But um, you know, it 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 is what it is, and that's racing, and you know, we've learnt from from that, and you know, it was it was a good experience, but there's those things happen. You've won a couple of Group 1s since then with Let Us Rock Them and Charleval, of course. I mean, they are so hard to win, Kerry, aren't they? I mean, you, you can get one right up to a Group 1 race. Uh, you're meeting the absolute top quality uh, as far as opposition's concerned. You need a barrier draw. You need luck in running. They are so hard to win. They are very hard to win, and um, you know, every time you someone wins one or or you or you win one, um, you know that it's it's rewarding, and um, you know, it's obviously not very easy to do. So hopefully, a few more can come our way sh- soon, and um, yeah, you know, it it pays off when you do win one. You're now the mother of a little boy called Archie, who's coming yeah. up three, um, and with forty five horses in work. Your partner's mum, Margaret, is a big help. Yeah, we'd be lost without Margaret and we're really blessed in the situation that we're in and um, we live on the same property as Margaret and Pete and, um, you know, we just couldn't do it without them and um, just the support that they show us is is just great. Now let's run through the staff, Kerry. Uh, You've got David Morris who comes in four days a week to help you with the fast work and you couldn't get a better one than Dave. Young no. Josh Gallagher, who's still at school, but he's been driving a few winners for you. He's a nice lad. I've had a couple of chats with him at the trots. Joe Mocker is a New Zealander and he's a great help to you too and you've got a couple of girls there who do a good job. Yeah, a couple of the girls that come in in the afternoons and that. And What are their help. names, Kerry? We'd better give them a uh, mention. Toya um, comes in. She does the boxes and the waters in the morning, and then mm. helps us um, helps us during the day put some horses away. And then Emily, she comes in in the afternoon and and does the feed up shift and and make sure everything's pretty good in the afternoon. And also um, Sheridan, Josh's sister, mm. um, she's here on the weekend. She's obviously still going to school as well, and. She's she's really good with the horses and very hands on and and my sister Lisa she's she's here every now and then and um you know you can always rely on rely on her. Now I've got to ask you this question, Kerry Ann Turner. You're the registered trainer. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you really the boss? I'd like to think so, and I think if anyone that knows me would probably know that I am the boss. So um, <laughs> that's why I asked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd have to say I, I usually what I say goes. So you call all the shots. You tell them how fast to work them. Uh, yep. Which horses to yep. take next? Um, yeah, I, I usually I try to. A lot of times I might not um, be down the track doing the fast work, but I'll be organising here at home and. Mm. Uh, which ones have got to work with the next ones and getting the joggers out and 
just just doing the little little jobs here at home, which are very important, and um, you know they 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 help get the the day running smooth. Yeah. Now, as far as your race driving is concerned, uh, set me straight on this. I, I can never quite work out whether you really couldn't care whether you drove or not or that you really love it, that you're really passionate about it, or, or is it somewhere in between? I think earlier in my early days I really, really loved getting out um, and driving in races and I think these days um, I don't probably get out on the track as much as I'd like to sometimes because Robert's our driver and, you know, he does a really good job. But if we got two in one race, I'll drive. But, yeah, as I said, I'm, I'm not over-fussed if, if, I, if I'm out there driving. It's one of those things you you got to be out there all the time and, mm. and you know, have your, be hands-on and, and know what's happening So yeah. to make good decisions. You're probably averaging five or six race drives a week, though, aren't you, currently? Yeah, um, just depends on how many times Robert wants to get suspended, I guess. But yeah. um, I usually I usually have to step up if if Rob um, goes to Queensland or we have to take some to Melbourne or if he's suspended, I have to step up and, and drive the team. But, um, yeah, majority of the time I'll, I'll have a couple of drives a week. Yeah. You drove a mare for me one night at Penrith a few years ago. Bye-bye, uh, sir. She drew barrier six. I remember saying to you, Kerry, this mare is a case for a sit. She's not a leader. Uh, duck for cover. Uh, you led and won easily. So I think you're a genius. It was good listening by me then, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those crazy races where you draw six, you don't expect to lead, but nobody else wanted to lead. You suddenly yeah. found yourself two lengths in front. Yeah, and just, just sometimes the way things happen. Yeah. Well, you know all the things that can go wrong in a race. Are you yeah. sympathetic if Robert puts in an ordinary one? Oh, I'd like to think I am, but probably probably come across that I ain't. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll give him a serve, will you, occasionally? Oh, yeah, definitely. If he needs one, that's that's you know. <laughs> sometimes there will be a few words said, but um, at the end of the day, you just you get over it and and you move on. But um, you know. We, we like to say what we're thinking. It's a big, big job, and with it comes a lot of pressure. Now, I've seen you at the races a million times, and I can see the concentration on your face. How are you really handling the pressure? Um, I, I think, you know, I think I'm handling the pressure quite well. Um, as I said, it really helps when you've got great staff around you and and can get get the things done um, to allow you to concentrate on what you got to do, and mm. um, you know I think it just you take it as it comes, and um, you know we seem to be handling things very well. Well, thank God for Sky Racing, Kerry. Your mum Helen and your dad Ray rarely get to Sydney t- to watch your horses race at Menangle, and you've got uh, well Lisa's with you now, but you've. Two other sisters, Rebecca and Christy, they obviously watch everything. They know exactly how the horses are going and when they're winning and when they're not. Yeah, yeah, no, we're um, we're lucky. Um, you know, as I said, we don't get to see mum and dad, my mum and dad, that often, but um, they always know what what's happening and um, can keep up with things on the on the TV. And um, you know, when we when we talk to them, they always know what kind of winners you've had and how the week's gone. 
Kerry, I really appreciate your time on the podcast. Congratulations again on a tremendous effort to win the New South Wales Trainers Premiership for the first time, and I've got a sneaking feeling it won't be the last. Fingers crossed, but thank you very much. It's good times all round at Harness Racing across New South Wales as the state's finest horses and drivers go wheel to wheel. With something for everyone, a trip to the trots is the perfect place to take family and friends. It's easy, affordable and action-packed, so get down to your local track and experience it firsthand. Get all the info at harnessmediacentre.com.au and we'll see you at the track for good times all round.